Welcome back to the Lazy Yet Successful Podcast. Hey, all you guys, gals, and non-binary pals. That's my line. Sorry. Oh, how rude. Uh, But hey, we are back. We're back. From across the pond. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, you're doing the slow talk thing already. Sorry. But yeah, yeah, super long vacation. So we did our super long, nearly month-long vacation, and... Some of you guessed where it was. Some of you, so we met some of you there. Yeah. But we were in London. Yeah. And then other places in the UK for last like month. Yeah. Mostly London. But, but yeah, it was like super fun. Best thing ever. But you know what? What's new on the internet? All kinds of stuff. So, uh, Ron Johnson, who for those of you who don't know, is that a really annoying senator from Wisconsin. Ugh. He faced laughter and boos in a debate against Mandela Barnes, which is not a good sign for his reelection. Who's Mandela Barnes? He's the guy running for Senate, the, the Democratic person running for Senate against Ron Johnson. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, attendees injured at TwitchCon's foam ball pit. Oh, yeah. That foam ball pit was actually ran by Lenovo. So they're being sued. Lenovo. Okay. So I had questions about this, actually. So, yeah. like, I thought. That it was Twitch's fault and that they were redirecting blame to Lenovo. So TwitchCon is What's like... What's the tea? It's, it's like a huge like conference where a whole bunch of like lovers of Twitch and like Twitch... It's like VidCon. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And it's like everyone gets together and it's just a big fun thing. And then there's different booths with different vendors. And Lenovo was there and their thing, they had a big foam ball pit. Why was Lenovo at Twitch... Because they're a tech company who does, like, streaming and stuff. Yeah, I mean, kind of. It okay, makes, yeah. It yeah, makes, makes sense. Se- just because you're disconnected from this stuff doesn't mean that, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You're just misinformed. Yeah. But, yeah, Lenovo's ball pit basically almost killed multiple people. Yeah. Because they put, like, a foot layer, a foot and a half layer of foam stuff. Spoilers, that's not enough foam. Should be, like, five feet. Yeah. Minimum. But yeah. And what's her name? Adriana Chechik. Yeah. Broke her back in two places and she needs to get a metal rod put in. I think she already did. That's ridiculous. Like, that's so bad. Yeah. There should definitely be like a class action lawsuit. And then there was multiple like sprained ankles and everything else because people are jumping into the ball pit and or foam cube pit or whatever it was and yeah i heard something like some folks were signing waivers but apparently not everyone did or uh-huh. like some something messy was going on with that like yeah though like what the hell lenovo yeah it was ridiculous let's uh. see oh god <laughs> so we've been gone for two and a half weeks and we missed one of the biggest internet scandals in quite some time. so ned also known as ned i love my wife fulmer from the try guys Cheated on said wife with yep. an executive producer of the Try Guys. Who was affianced to somebody else. To a very nice guy who were, they were together for like over 10 years. And she was cheating on her fiance with Ned. Of all of the Try Guys, she all, picked the least attractive one. She picked the worst one. <laughs> she really did. Well, it's the one that cheated on his wife, so clearly it was the worst one. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he is no longer a try guy. No, he was canceled from being a try guy 14 days after everything kind of broke. Yeah. Apparently, this was something they were investigating internally. 
yeah. before it broke, but yeah, it broke. I think around like the fourteenth, but uh, it actually started around the first of September. Yeah, so that's fun. And yeah, it was trending everywhere. He was basically caught making out with, uh, what's her name, Alexandria something or other, Alexandria Henning or something like that. Herring. That sounds right. Yeah. And who is she? Is one of the food babies of the Try Guys Network. But yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing, and no one said anything about Alexandria yet. She hasn't been fired. She hasn't been disciplined. Nothing is well. Really... She kind of can't because then, like, she can claim retaliation and stuff. Well, yeah, like technically, okay, today's Sunday over there. Why do you keep turning your head away from the microphone to breathe? Oh, so for those of you listening, we just got back from like our uh, layover, what our initial, our second flight. Yeah, to get back. And that involves a lot of recycled air, and my throat is garbage. So every time I'm moving away from the microphone, I'm just clearing it a little bit. Or oh, I'm literally like looking over there. I'm like, you look like you're about to throw up every two seconds. Yeah, I just don't want all my swallowing sounds to be in the podcast. Oh my gosh, so weird. Yeah, but uh, yeah, planes, air's bad. Um, anyways, uh, where were we? Try guys. Yeah. So basically, she can't. Um. She can't be fired because of it, because then she can claim, like, every other kind of sexual thing. And nobody really can do anything to her. So, basically, she if I was her, I would just leave voluntarily. Because, yeah. Because, like... I mean, okay, this is, like... No one wants to work with her. No one's going to work with her. They're in the social media industry, too. Like, what are you, video? How is she going to be involved in videos? If she's on a video, it's just going to be, like, some crazy, like... Like, the comment sections are going to be uncontrollable. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. There's no, no, no way. No way. Unless, like, they decide to fire her because of public backlash once she's in more videos, and then maybe she can't sue. I don't know how that would work. I No, there's just no way. Yeah. So uh, they're probably <laughs> figuring something out where one of the, I, I don't know. She's probably quitting at some point with some kind of settlement agreement. I don't know what that looks I, like. I have no idea. Yeah. But yeah, basically Ned Fulmer is a stupid piece of crap. Yep. End of story. It's ridiculous too because like he like his whole thing too is like he was the I love my wife guy. And then he's just out there like sleeping At with a random Harry people. Styles com- concert just publicly making out with this like executive producer from their own network who his wife founded with him. Casually also opening up his friends to all kinds of lawsuits yeah. and legal trouble and ruining his own career and ruining his Multiple wife's life. other people's careers. And cheating on his freaking wife. Yeah, it. there's, oh my God, it's crazy. It's hot garbage. He's hot garbage. Actually, no, he's ugly garbage. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And again, like the, she, she chose the ugliest try guy to cheat with. Oh my God. Ridiculous. I, ugh, okay. Life updates. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Misha. Let's talk about that horrible, stupid fucking cat. There she was were... not horrible or stupid, honestly. She was just extraordinarily unhappy. And uh, basically, I don't know, it's the first time for either of us. There... We had to rehome her. There were, like, really bad-ish. Okay, so we started realizing she wasn't happy, like when she was just staying in one spot and refused to move. Yeah. Like she would literally just park next to the wall. 
Uh, then we started realizing that she was literally afraid. Like, she was terrified of Maz, who was our other cat. And, like, she would not leave to poop. Yeah, so she started pooping all over our walls. Yeah. It so, was horrifying. We had to deal with that. But then it was kind of like, okay, this is just a problem that we can power through. Like, you know what? We're not, this is, this is a horrible problem. Like, maybe we made a bad decision. Yeah. We're just going to power through it. Uh, but then it just got worse and she just got more unhappy. Like she would hide in the laundry room and refuse to come out and then oh, hide in the bathroom. Oh, you had to drag her out of multiple different rooms because she would just hide under something for like, not just like an hour or so, like 10, 12, 14 hours. Yeah, it was real. It was really messy. Like, okay, so she, we thought, thought that she was pair bonded with Rurik. No. Because they came together and they were siblings. Uh, so... They, I mean, it was, it was really sad because like we'd watch like work, try and say hi to Misha and she would brutally attack him. Oh yeah. Like it literally became a safety issue for the two of them. Yeah. So we just, we needed to split them up. Yeah. And then she had, she had a problem with Jethro that I don't even want to get into. And then they're both fine. But I, yeah, basically she wasn't able to stay with us and she didn't like Maz. She doesn't do well with other dogs. Honestly, she was a very happy cat for a time period. No, no, no. I don't think she was happy. She was just in a comfy spot on a sofa that she refused to get off oh, of. Oh, I'm, I'm actually talking about before that, like when we just had her in the room with Rurik. Like I when we know. had them separated. She she is fine. She's a great cat when she's not around dogs or cats. The she definitely is, needs to be in a single pet household, which she is now. Yeah, so we actually went through... Uh, work channel and look to see if somebody would be willing to take her because yeah, one of your co-workers took her yeah. And she, yeah now she's super super happy extremely happy like cutest cat in the world like she's doing great yeah yeah and even like rurik like honestly the whole house was kind of a mess while she was hiding like all our animals were acting super weird oh yeah and now after like we rehomed her like rurik is so much happier yeah, he actually chirps and comes out of his shell. Granted, like, Maz is... I, lo- I love Maz. He's kind of a butt, though, to Rurik. I, yeah, he's just... Rurik tries to be dominant, and Maz literally rules over even us. So, yeah, that doesn't go well for him. It's He's happy, though. So, like, yeah. there's acclimation stuff we're working on with Rurik, but, like, we're going to keep him because he's genuinely happy here. Yeah. It's not... Yeah, just... Way too many problems with Misha. Yeah, it was it was it was so bad. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it's rough too because neither of us have ever had to rehome. No, I've never had to animal. do any of that. And like honestly, I've had some pretty horrible dogs growing up that were like not happy and like arguably the dog I grew up next to like was not good around children at all. Oh wow! And my parents just kind of kept her because like they didn't want to send her back to the kill shelter, but like. Well, yeah. Honestly. There's a difference between sending them back to a shelter and finding someone to take her in or yeah. take in, like, your pet. And, like, I had a totally f- borderline feral cat growing up that was better than, happy, happier than Misha, basically. Yeah. I don't know. It was very hard for us, but it ended up being a good decision. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, let's move on. Let's get personal. 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 Let's get personal. personal. So, as you already heard, we had a two and a half to like three week 
vacation in London. Mm-hmm. It was the best vacation I've ever had in my life. Agreed. Hands down. It was a really good time. It was a crazy good time. Minus the... The, tr- the the okay so the actual like transport <laughs> uh, to London. I love how you put nineteen hours. It was more than that, wasn't it? Oh, it, it was, was 29, 28, 28, 28, 29. 29 hours. Yeah, it was. It was a bad trip there. It was insane, and it wasn't even supposed to be that bad. But there was just layovers and like delays, like crazy. And we had to go through Sheeple Airport in Amsterdam. Which, if you know anything about that, that's. No, Sheeple's fine when you're having a layover through it. It's no problems at all. It's if you're going to Amsterdam and having to go through the main security to get into the airport. I thought our flights got moved because of, like, staffing stuff that was going on in Sheeple. That wasn't Sheeple's fault. That was literally just KLM, and that's oh, how yeah. KLM is everywhere. KLM is Royal Dutch Airlines. But um, basically, so our first flight was at, like, what, 10 o'clock, 10-something in the morning out yeah. of where we live. And that was going to Detroit. Typical first class flight. Very standard. Not yeah, very standard. Whatever. And, um, oh yeah, just so everyone's aware, just to start off, we kind of balled out on this trip. We did like first class Delta one. We went as high as you freaking could in the Delta system. It was pretty great. And you know what? It was worth it. Yeah. Okay. Back to what I was saying though. We get to Detroit. Well, Detroit, we had a, what? Seven hour layover. Seven and a half hour Which, layover. Which like. We, we ran out of things to do after, like, four hours. If that. You know, I wrote a whole article about, like, what to do during an airport layover and how to make it fun, and that stopped working after about four hours. That stopped working after about an hour and a half. Yeah, Like, I, I genuinely enjoy layovers normally, but these were... These were way more these intense. Were bad. These were abnormally long layovers, too. We went to every Delta lounge. <laughs> oh, yeah. In, uh detroit we literally went hopping between every delta lounge yeah it was insane it, yeah we just and we like literally walked into shops like you went looking for like a skincare thing in one random shop and we ended up talking to like someone oh, who at was the there. body shop was yeah. that i forgot that that was in detroit and we, and we wasted a little bit of time with that and we walked back and forth around the airport at one point we just sat at like the dead end like I loved that. No, no, no. When we were just talking about that now, I was thinking about that. We were all the way at the very end of the Detroit airport in like a weird huddle of chairs, just chilling out next to a bar. Yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. But yeah, we were there for seven and a half hours before we had to get on to our six and a half hour flight to Amsterdam because our layover was longer than our actual flight. I don't remember his name. John. But John. Okay. <laughs> Let's just use his name now. We I'll use, use Stephen in the article. So, John is the worst person I have ever met in my entire life. It also didn't help that we were up for like 20 hours before getting on to a very long flight. Yeah, our our introduction to John was we sat down and there was this guy, like, I don't want to say very American, but like very loud guy behind us just going like, Oh, uh, yeah, when you get a statistics doctorate, like, from Carnegie Mellon, like, it was some ridiculous, like, dick measuring contest. I, I don't, don't even know. know what it was. I don't know what was happening. And then, like, by the time we actually go off, like, okay, it's a six and a half hour flight. It was a red eye. We needed to sleep. So yeah. uh, we start falling asleep, and then this starts happening. 
Yeah. I don't know, like, what level of COVID this guy had. The entire flight. It was literally once every, like, I don't know, 10 minutes for six and a half hours. And every time that I'd get ready to fall asleep, I'd wake up to it. I woke up once to his wife. His wife was also a horrible person. His wife was a bitch. Who is, like, kept complaining about there not being... (laughs) I'm sorry, Maz is being adorable off... uh, off camera is not the right word uh but like yeah like his wife kept complaining about them not having any socks and she complained about her bag getting stuck which i don't even know how she did because she put up the the footrest while her bag was in front of her feet so the footrest is going to go up and then it's going to clamp down on the bag and she was having like a breakdown like oh i need my i need my shoes i, I need, need my, my shoes. shoes where's my shoes i need my shoes sorry like, not a breakdown oh a karen breakdown God, it this, was horrible was karen, karen. and you could tell the kids were just horrifically embarrassed by their parents too i felt so bad for them it was it was ridiculous but like they they ruined our flight yeah they did and they just i don't i don't know they kept us up for those four hours, so we didn't get any of the sleep we needed, which was no, already. Going I only to be a got. Short I, only, I only got like an hour of sleep. Yeah, after I got being like up for like nineteen hours. It was ridiculous. Hour twenty at best, and then like okay, so we then had to do a seven hour, no, no nine hour, nine, nine hour. It was a nine, nine hour, hour layover at Schiphol Airport outside of Amsterdam. It which, was trash. Okay, I will give shibble airport this it is a much nicer airport than airports in the u.s and the klm lounge is great yeah but there's limits and when you're like in a nine hour layover like you go completely insane oh i was delirious i was completely losing my crap yeah we we couldn't stay up like we i was downing coffee like every 20 minutes and i couldn't stay awake oh yeah i it was i was not having a good time so uh we ended up talking to somebody i don't remember her name which bugs me a little I, no, bit it, it was a dutch name i do not remember her name she was a gorgeous red redhead in the skipple airport working in the klm lounge if you're listening to this you probably aren't but um i love you you were incredible she got us on a flight that was like three hours ahead of when we were supposed to get out so we were actually only there for like six and a half seven hours instead of yeah. like nine to ten and we ended up getting to like that last flight to london what time did we get to London? Uh, we got there at like 6.30 or something like that. No, it was later than that. Maybe 7.30. It was way better than it would have been. Yeah. We got there around 7. Because it was still sunny when we got to the London City Airport. Yeah. And then we had a car pick us up. Did we even have to check in at the front desk? I don't even remember. Did we just walk up? We To our hotel? Yeah. Yeah, we got to our hotel. We stayed at the Hilton. It was yeah. pretty great. It was really nice. Like, it was an older building, but, like, they, the rooms were incredible. And apparently it was haunted. We never actually I saw I didn't have a problem. That. I was kind of sad that I didn't. Yeah. But I like, mean, like, okay, like, I feel like once or twice I saw, like, a tall, dark thing standing in the mirror. But, like, that was, like. I No, that was just That shadows. was, like, at 2 a.m. Like, yeah. I, was, I, I was tired. Yeah. But our hotel room was massive. Yeah. And it was super nice. It was incredible. The only, like, really knock I had against it was that, like, you couldn't see that much out the windows. Oh, no, no, no. But, we like, had a crap view. It was absolutely horrible. We were right on Hyde Park, but yet we didn't have a park view. And you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. No, it was great. Like, like we had two massive windows. Like, I mean, they were huge. But they looked out onto a fire escape and then, like, to, like, an inner courtyard type situation. 
So we just had the curtains closed the entire time. And, and it made it the coziest room ever. It was so, it was a huge room, but it was like super cozy and like had really tall ceilings. And oh my God, I miss it. It was so nice. I was actually thinking about that. So like we're recording this from like our living room yeah. sofa. And like I was so much comfier in the hotel room yeah. than I am here. And I'm still trying to figure out like. It's because we're at home and we have responsibilities and lives here. So like when we're in a hotel on vacation, we don't have any responsibilities. Yeah. And it's really nice. Yeah. Kind of magic. Yeah. We were severely overdue for yeah. vacation. Oh, and then. One of the nights for dinner, we got this amazing reservation through a friend of mine. And uh, basically, it was to a restaurant that has like a multiple year long wait list. Should we that... just say the name? Yeah, I will. Okay. I'll get there. And uh, basically, it's like world renowned. It's an incredible restaurant. It's called Balthazar in London. It's a spinoff of the one in New York City. Yeah. The New York City one's not nearly as like world-renowned which is interesting because like usually i hear people talk more about the new york city one honestly see and i've only ever heard about the london one yeah but but yeah uh, uh service was horrible which like okay the way the uk works it's a bit different like people don't get paid tips in the same way so like there's less pressure to be customer servicey but even for the uk like service was uniquely bad oh it was absolutely horrible uh, the only good part was while we were waiting at the bar for our table to be ready, we seen <laughs> Dua Lipa, which was yeah, really fun. That was a funny coincidence. Uh, we didn't actually say hi to any of these people. Like, well, I think you messaged over Instagram, but we didn't. Oh yeah, like... we were we Instagram messaged a little bit. That was fun. Yeah, me and, me and the Dua Lipas. That was incredible. But like, uh, I don't know. We just try. the The worst thing you can do when you see somebody like that is say hi to them in the moment. So well, like, no, not I just fully. Like doing that. It was more like, okay, we're there for a reservation. She's there with she's with a group of people. I'm not yeah. bothering her. I don't want yeah, people no. to bother me. Yeah. So I just sent her a DM and we were chatting for like a couple hours later that night. But yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. But yeah, so Balthazar London. We got S Cargo. I discovered that I hate garlic and butter. Controversial, I know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, most people do. I'm yeah. an, I'm definitely the outlier here. The escargot I, yeah. were, yeah, spoilers, but the escargot were the best part of it to me. Even oh, though they were a little, they, I don't know, they They're were fine. boogers that tasted like, I don't even know. They were scalding hot, but they were like, they were fine. It wasn't awful. Oh my God, I'm like cringing. And then you got, what'd you get? Oh uh-huh. boy! What, yeah. what did the vegetarians get at uh, Balthazar London? Neither of us got something vegetarian. No. Which I mean, I think we just decided with this trip we weren't going to worry about that as much because there's different. Basically, there's different regulations in Britain with meat, and it's a little healthier. Oh yeah, we weren't with, vegetarian on this trip. Let's let's be real. Yeah. Also, there were just a lot of things we wanted to try, and but you got the steak tartar. Yeah. It was, I was so disappointed by it. Like, okay, so like I got this because I was like, okay, what can I get here that I will never be able to get anywhere else that will like make this like a really nice, unique experience and get something that's traditionally French? Was it not a unique experience? No, it really wasn't. That's the, that was the worst part about it is like, okay, here's steak tartare, raw steak with like uh, raw egg on front, on top of it. And like, it was, it just tasted like roast beef with way too much horseradish on it. 
like yeah. it was completely mundane. Like yeah, there was were, nothing and it special. Was expansive. There too. was there was nothing special about this. It was fine. Like I didn't love the taste of it. It was just fine. Yeah, and I got this like French like chicken dish thing. The blandest thing I've ever eaten in my life. Like, no, you could have told me that I was eating plain mashed potatoes and I would have believed you. Like I was pretty bland. There was nothing to this. Yeah. So like okay, we got this too late and, and we got like the two most they should have been the best two dishes on the menu. Yeah. Like for like a French like brasserie, like yeah, this is like, and then after that for. situation, I literally was like, "Screw this! I'm not getting dessert. I'm not doing this. Just bring me the bill." Yeah, and they were like scoffing at us for not getting wine, and like, it, it, I, oh, I hated this guy. And then this guy did not want to be our waiter so bad that he literally switched our table with some another person's section. So this like poor waitress had to like go halfway across the freaking yeah. restaurant just to do our table because he didn't want to deal with us because I, I didn't have my tits out. Yeah, he spent the whole thing like flirting with these two like blonde girls that were like... Right next to us, Next basically. to us, like, go to Balthazar. It's where like your waiter will start hitting on a bunch of like women and completely ignore you. Exactly. It was, like, it was what completely trash. It was so bad. Balthazar like, London, do not go there. It, it, I, I'm in shock too because like it's like... This is a place that has a really long waiting list. I'm pretty sure they have Michelin stars, don't they? They have one. I'm trying to get it removed. They should get it removed. That place was awful. The service was horrible. The food was just okay. The, for me, the food was horrible. I thought it was disgusting. Yeah. Like, I I didn't understand. Like, we literally... Okay, so uh, we went to we went museum hopping the next day. Yeah. And like, spoiler list for another topic. But we went to the museum cafe. And the food, the 10 pound meal oh, we got yeah. at this at, cafe. Where, where was that? The Natural History Museum? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was at the Natural History Museum. It was significantly better it was incredible. than Balthazar. Yeah. What? Yeah, the 10 pound meal was literally better than the 140 pound meal. Which, again, we paid a hundred and forty pounds for this. Yeah, like it was absolutely insane. The only thing I can give it is the atmosphere was kind of nice. I know like, the atmosphere; it was just ridiculous. By that I mean the lighting was good. That's it. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was definitely not our thing. But you know what? The fun part was afterwards when we went to Laudere. That was so good. I loved the macarons. Yeah, while we were sitting there, ooh, I'll correct you in a minute. Macarons. I'll correct Macarons. you. Yes. <laughs> While we were sitting at Balthazar, I was like, get me the hell out of here. And I'm like looking at the Google map and I'm like, what is near here? And all of a sudden I looked and I was like, there is a lingerie within walking distance of this restaurant. And I was like, I want macarons now. So we fight to get the bill. We get the bill. We pay it. Yeah, it's whatever. And we leave and we just walk right to lingerie. So, good. Oh my God. So good. We got we got our our little thing of macarons for six of them, or was it eight? It was six. Was it? No, I think it was. No, it was eight. eight. It was eight. It was eight, but it was twenty three pounds for eight of them. So worth it. Worth Would it. Do it again. Yeah, the pistachio one. Oh my god! I felt like I was gonna cry. That blueberry one. The blue uh, one. Oh, I want to go back. Food was so good. But yeah, it was just incredible. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, brings us to. 
the British Museum tour. A British tour. Museum tour. So we did a private tour at the British Museum for a couple of reasons. I think it was mostly we were worried about crowds, and this is like one of the few times you can go where it's like just you and an intimate group of people, and we were worried about like getting photographed. So basically, rude. it was a private tour for people that are kind of a little more in the public eye. Yeah. So it was us and this very large group of people. I, we actually, we knew some of the other people that were there. Yeah. And it was like, I think, 14 people all together. And nice. yeah, we just had a private tour before they even opened. And we did, we went through like the entire Egypt yeah. section of the. But. What? What are we? There was one thing that wasn't there. The Rosetta Stone. Which the was whole the... <laughs> reason. No, 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 no. I didn't tell you this. So that was the whole reason why I wanted to go to London. <laughs> was for was the Rosetta Stone. I wanted Stone. to see the Rosetta Stone. I'm sorry. I know. Uh, so we couldn't even see it. Because and it wasn't. Yeah, it was in another exhibit that was opening the day that we left London. And they moved it out before we arrived. Yes. So it was impossible for us to see uniquely. So I guess we just have to go back and see it. I mean, I'm down. Yeah, it's my favorite piece of any kind of ancient history. You know, they said there was a replica of the Rosetta Stone in, like, a different exhibit, but we never saw it. Yeah, like, we, we did. actually The replica? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. It was right in the museum shop. That was where it was? Yeah, did you not listen to him? I didn't realize it was in the museum shop. I yeah. thought it was... Also, uh, can we talk about... Okay, so the, the guy that brought us to our tour guide was thick. Like, so when he first walked up to us outside, all I all I really seen of him was, like, I don't know, I'd say, like, chest and up, and he was, like, holding a bunch of papers and had, like, a bag and stuff, and then we... <laughs> oh, we, my God. We had to follow him, and all of a sudden, I looked down, and I was like, damn, you got a booty. He, he had a booty. He was thick with he, two Cs, two big capital Cs, but I was not ready for that. That is the largest butt I have ever seen on any creature. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. <laughs> Including elephants. I was like, oh my God. It what, was... what middle school receptionist are you? <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, it was. I like, was cracking up. It was like that TikTok with like the person who's like, like walking away. It's like, bum, 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 bum. It, oh my No, this, God. Guy, this guy was incredible. He was great. And nice then, guy. yeah, our our tour guide was like pretty awesome too. And nice like, elder British man, literally. Honestly, but, that's his description. But yeah, it was it was great, and ten out of ten, great experience. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, and we'll then do again. Did we go to the Victoria and Albert Museum a different day? Yeah, that was uh, the day before we went to British Museum. Oh, we're out of order. We're out of order. But yeah, then we did the Victoria and Albert Museum Favorite along museum. with the Natural History Museum. Yeah. And that, fa- the Victorian Albert Museum, that is my museum. It is just filled, jam-packed to the brim with just every little oddity you could think of. It's gorgeous. The, the Natural History Museum is very kid-oriented. It's kid-centric. Uh, our favorite exhibit was actually this, like, giant cocoon where you got to learn. It was, like, the giant stone cocoon. Oh, yeah, Where you yeah, got yeah, to learn yeah. more about, like, the process behind the their preservations of things. Yeah, I love that. And it was still kid-oriented, but it was really cool. Yeah, my my inner scientist, I have a doctorate in biochemistry, uh, was was just, ex- I was elated. I was the, one of my favorite things. Yeah, we also got to see Dippy. Dippy! What kind of um, dinosaur is Dippy? Uh, I don't go to the museums for learning. <laughs> is he a bronchiosaurus or is he a diplodocus? Diplodocus. Mm, I actually don't know. 
I'm pretty sure it's a diplodocus. I don't like think dippy. so. Wait. Wait, 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 the wait. No, because remember I've told you what my favorite my favorite dinosaur is? Is it the Diplodocus? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Dippy uh. dinosaur. <gasps> it's a, a Diplodocus. We saw a Diplodocus. Oh my gosh, I've never seen a Diplodocus before. I seen my favorite dinosaur in person. I didn't he, even know. He was he was huge. He was a big old Diplodocus. Uh, it was great, actually. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. Let's uh, see. Oh, and Victoria and Albert, they just had a lot of busts of, like, different, like, artwork, but it was... No oh, it was statues. incredible. Like, and they were huge. Is that the one that they had, like, the massive statue of David yeah. and everything else? Yeah, and, like, there was a little tower, like, of Babylon oh, type thing. the Tower thing. of the right Babel. Name, but it, like... Absolutely incredible. Oh, it Incredible. was it was beautiful and actually i'm gonna mention this we went back to the british, british museum. museum a different day and the victoria and albert museum ended up being way better and yeah, don't do things. the british museum unless you want it like or at least if you do the british museum just do the egyptian section the rest yeah. is not worth it uh yeah the rest was very mess. let's talk about the national gallery for a second <laughs> since that's not oh, on here. Oh, it's not on there because I forgot about it. Yeah, so the very first day that we were in London, yeah, we went to the National Gallery because yeah. we are members of the National Gallery of England. The only thing we're members of of I all know, the places I don't we know went why. to. And um, we went into like the members the Lucian only. Lucian Freud. Yeah, Lucian Freud. Exhibit. A lot yeah. of dicks. It just dick, It was dicks a everywhere. lot of dicks. It was like penises for days. It was magic. It was like it was me actually in college. Nice. But also but the yeah. pieces, like, they were very, like... They were honest. They were I honest. I liked it. Like, the whole thing with his artwork was, like, it was very, like, Realism. honest and real. And, like, that meant that, like, sometimes they were deliberately, like, ugly. Wow. Well, not ugly, but, like, at least non-traditional standards of beauty. Controversial. I will move on. Oof. I feel so, shamed. You should be shamed. Um, oh, we seen my favorite musical. Wicked. Wicked. I had to resist an urge to just sing part of it before realizing we can't for legal reasons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, um, no, no, no. I almost just did. I, I had to stop feeling? myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clothing. Okay. 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 It was so good. We had uh, seats in the dance circle that we got like kind of last minute and they were like the only seats available yeah, and it said restricted view you're not gonna Best have a good view no, seats no, 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 no. we've ever had i will post on my thing on my instagram like what our seat numbers were and yeah if you have a chance to go to the london apollo theater the victoria apollo theater in london get what is it a a 14 a 15 yeah yeah in the dress circle Best seats you will ever have. You get a full, full top-down look of the entire stage. You are at the same height as Alphaba when she's doing her whole defying gravity thing. Oh, my God. It's, it's magic. So cool. And like, I wonder if we're gay. Uh, it was... Okay. The only problem I have with this that seat is I was afraid of heights. And the barrier oh, yeah. is tiny. It's not like theaters in the U.S. where there's, like, a big, like hunkin like barrier in front of you like this thing was like it's like thigh level yeah yeah scared it, it was terrifying but uh we got through it 
Yeah. And the show was incredible. And this is the best I production cried of a Wicked. Times. I've seen three productions of Wicked, one in New York, one in Chicago, and one here. This was the best one by far. Like no competition. Yeah, hands down. Yeah. Oh my God, so good. And then, oh my gosh, the next day <laughs> I got followed by like Wicked UK and the cast, and it was all oh, magic. Yeah. I don't remember. No pun intended. Who was the alphabet again? Lucy Jones. Lucy Jones. She was so good. Like. I forgot what Glinda's name is, but oh, her vocals are so good. Those two were. They're a powerhouse. Yeah. Go. Like. Actually, I don't know if Lucy Jones is still. I think that might have been her last show. It was. But like, I would go see Wicked London. It is the best Wicked. Oh, my God. And And the the seats are cheaper than Broadway. Oh, but by like an eighth, and the that. show's nine times as good. Like honestly, when I saw the New York City version of Wicked, they completely skipped the March of the Wind Hunters, Witch Hunters, yeah, Witch Hunter song, and like, I wonder if we're gay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to, to my the- neighbor Totoro's stage ap- adaptation, which we saw at the Barbican, which is a maze which is literally a maze and it's kind of terrifying to walk through to be honest but we walked back at 10 p.m and we were the only people though no 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 it was kind of cool that it was just us but like wow that was an experience like i think i had a spiritual awakening yeah like oh my gosh um but i actually kind of fell in love with the city a little more yeah it was cool that night yeah uh, but My Neighbor Totoro was incredible. It was like, definitely more of a you thing. Yeah. I posted a review on lazyatsuccessful.com. Yeah. Uh, which is our news site. But uh, it's not new site. It's not it's news. News, news site, site. Where we post diary entries. The news site. that Nearly daily. Yeah. Nearly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was really, really good. And you should go see it. But uh-huh. you can't because it's a limited run. So if they like continue it, which I hope they do. Go see it. Yeah. It's worth it. It is. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So that brings Let's us see. to the random sightings of people. Oh, all the celebrity sightings that we saw. Even It was a lot. It's funny that we're at like the same level as some of these people, though. Are we? Uh, kind of. Emma Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Jesse Willens. Okay. But yeah, so uh, let's just go down the list as you wrote them. It's as yeah. we remember them. Uh, Emma Chamberlain, who we just saw walking in front of us one day as we were, as we were going by Harrods. Yeah, which checks out. James Cameron, which I don't even remember where we were. We were just randomly walking around the city and he just walked past us. We were in on Sloan Street. I remember that on South or South Sloan Street by the residential areas. It's like, okay, I didn't expect to see you here. No. And then we seen Rhea Perlman, Danny DeVito's wife, in, in the airport in lounge. In the Detroit airport lounge with her, I think, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we saw Hank Green. In the Detroit, Detroit airport, airport lounge. lounge. Same lounge. Trixie Mattel. In that same lounge. But they, they weren't together, obviously. Uh, th- that one made my head explode. Like, yeah, I was like, of oh all God. of them. Like, Jesse Wellens. I don't remember where that was. That was also in the Detroit airport. Steven Spielberg. He was with his family in, I believe we were in the Hermes store in Harrods. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. What? You saw one of the Jenners. 
We saw one of the Jenners. <gasps> Brody Jenner. We saw Brody Jenner. We saw Brody Jenner in, where was that? Uh, Chanel. Chanel. We yeah. were in Chanel. Oh, yeah, that was when you got one of your things. Yeah. So, do you have a section on here of the things that you got? Uh, a bunch of fashion stuff. Okay, yeah, we can talk about it in the bunch of fashion stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. we've seen a lot of people. It was crazy. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to add that to the the thing on here. Brody Jenner. Brody Jenner. I forgot about that one, too. I knew there yeah. was someone else, but. Yeah. But, yeah, we've seen a lot of people. Ugh, so. But, yeah, people in London are absolutely freaking great. Some like, of the nicest people we've ever talked to. That being said, depending on the area of London that you're in, people have a serious nicotine addiction. Oh, yeah. When it we were at disgusting. Wicked, when the doors opened, like. Oh, no. You could smell it. It yeah, the, it was because they had they had dual smoking sections outside of the entrances. And the entrances were right across the lobby from each other. Which has streets running down it, so like the it creates a wind tunnel. Yeah, it was so bad. It was honestly though, people in <coughs> London are generally a lot healthier. But we'll get onto that later. Yeah, um, we spent a lot of time in Harrods. Yeah, we which, spent a majority of our time and hard-earned money at Harrods. Okay, so I didn't put this in here, but because I just remembered it. What? But okay, this was our first day back. In the U.S., really, we, we were back party yesterday, but not really. Oh, we've um, been back for officially twenty four hours as of fourteen minutes ago. We went shopping just to see what the differences were <laughs> in clothing and uh, groceries. We'll get more into groceries. We, we in did some damage. Um, basically, everything is less expensive there. Yeah, except for housing and petrol slash gasoline. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, the quality of fashion, too, is infuriating. Uh, there are $10 clothes at Zara that are infinitely better ca- quality than $40 clothes at Kohl's here. Yeah. It's ridiculous it's, and infuriating. It's infuriating. But, I, I, yeah, that's been a gripe of mine Herod's, for a long time, and I'm really happy that you, like, you got to see that. Harrods is the best department store. It's incredible. We also went to Liberty and uh, Harvey Selfridges. Nichols and Selfridges. Selfridges, we had some fun at. Uh, oh, yeah. Harrods, we had some fun at. Liberty, we didn't get anything because, honestly, we were still kind of on a budget. We even actually... with all we got. So, so when we were Liberty, we actually did steal a newspaper. It was free. It, oh, okay. Well, it was free, but it felt like theft because it was free, and I'm from the U.S., so, like... It was weird. Everything's got to cost money. Liberty is beautiful, by the way. But yeah, like, Liberty is one of one. the oldest... Um, stores on the planet yeah it's gorgeous selfridges had like the weirdest it's stuff. quirky selfridges, selfridges is all about that modern art it's quirky yeah. and harrods is like just quality classic luxury and oh. it's incredible we went to every floor harrods including the Multiple salon de times the salon de parfum is hell you feel like delirious as you're going through it like there's yeah. literally just people Standing there, spraying perfume, watching you, hoping they will walk. You will walk into their booth, and there's only one way in and one way out. It's so when you terrifying. walk all the way to the end, you have to walk all the way back. Yep, it's ridiculous. But Harrods is a maze. Um, the, I think the one thing we found with Harrods is when you're trying to look for one particular item of clothing, it's Which has a happened to nightmare. us a few times. It is a nightmare. If you're going into Harrods knowing exactly the item that you want, you're screwed. Unless okay, unless like. 
you're going to like either like Chanel or Hermes or one of the ones really? that has a store. Okay, not Chanel or Hermes, like Balenciaga or Burberry or Louis Vuitton. Chanel and Hermes have really long weights. And the yeah. Chanel and Hermes, those people are horrible. Yeah, they are. Like, just very rude. I'll tell my Chanel story yeah. in the next section. Yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. Fashion. Yeah. So. Fashion. I'll talk about, what's the first big thing that we got? Uh, the first Actually, big thing Burberry. we got was the Burberry sweatshirt you grabbed. Yeah, I found, it's not a sweatshirt. How dare you? Sorry. It is knitwear. It is a sweater. <laughs> knitwear. And it is a custom designed Burberry sweater that has zips along each side. It's really and cool. And along the front. It is a jumper to say the least. It is incredible. Like, it is beautiful. Yeah. And I'm scared to wash it. Same. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. growing its own load. <laughs> oh no but yeah uh i got this like i made sure i got it in like a size that like we both could wear it and yeah, yeah you've worn it a few times i've worn it a lot that's great and even like with it stretched out on me it looks really good on you yeah yeah it's so pretty yeah. uh and then so we were originally planning on each of us getting one luxury purchase so that, that was originally that went your out the window yeah, so my luxury purchase ended up being, uh, I was looking for a pair of shoes. We went yeah. hopping between different stores and couldn't really find anything. But then uh, we went to Chanel, and I saw these really nice espadrilles. Yeah. And they look so cool, and I got them. And Daddy got his first Chanel espadrilles. Yeah. They which are they're just like slip-on shoes. They're really cool. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Was that the first purchase we did? Because I know originally our plan was like, let's get one small thing. What do you mean? No, we got the sunglasses later. Okay, yeah, that was the next thing. So, yeah. And yeah. then I got these Chanel sunglasses, but this was a trip and a half just to get. Yeah. So I walk, I'm wearing this incredible black jumpsuit with a Gucci belt and amazing, like, tennis shoes from Burberry. And I was like, I need sunglasses. And I yeah. tried on these sunglasses the first day when we were at Harrods. And there were these, like, round Chanel sunglasses and I fell in love with them. But I was like, I don't need to spend 500 pounds on sunglasses. I'm not doing that. And then it hit around, what, day, what, four? <laughs> and I couldn't stop talking and or thinking about these sunglasses. Yeah. And I was just like, I need them. This will just be another one of my things. Yeah. And I go to, like, we're in Harrods. I go to the Chanel and I'm, I grab them off the shelf and I walk up to the guy and I was like, oh, I want these. And he no, tells no, me to no. walk over to this lady. No, no, no. And no, she's no. like, oh, yeah, there's 52 people ahead of you in line. Meanwhile, my bitch ass is the only one in the goddamn room. So where are these people coming from? Yeah. I was, oh, my God. I was like, uh, okay. So I just put them back and she basically, re she refused to sell me these sunglasses and I just look at this guy and I'm like, I'm going to go to Selfridges. <laughs> and we ended up. Went up in another Chanel, actually. We, well, no, let me get there. We ended up in the sunglasses department of Harrods. Yeah. A completely different depart Chanel oh, department. Oh, I forgot about this. And I'm trying to figure out what kind of, like, what are the model number of these sunglasses? And because I can't find them on the website. No. Literally cannot find them in the Chanel department of the sunglasses section of Harrods. 
And finally, I go back to the Chanel store in Harrods, take a picture of the like model number and everything, bring them back. The only place that sells them is the Chanel store. Yep. So and even then, it's only some. And it's only some. They're super rare sunglasses. Yeah. So I go on Google Maps and I find out that the nearest Chanel store is an eight minute walk away. Yep. So that is what we do while I'm still technically waiting in the virtual queue mm-hmm. at Chanel. Side note, this Chanel had like a whole like queue system to enter that we just bypassed. <coughs> like they were really nice. Like the, the second Chanel that we went to. Yeah. It was, the Chanel on, it was the Chanel on Sloan Street, which is like Sloan Street is where all of these hyper luxury brands like super brands have their like crazy vip clientele stores where yeah. you need like you get invited to go there but i was like you know what i'm cool enough it worked yeah we we walked in and i walked over to the thing uh the sunglasses weren't there and i showed her a picture and she walked upstairs she got the sunglasses she came down it was I, incredible i bought said sunglasses because really cool. if she's gonna go through all the work to walk her little skinny butt upstairs to get these sunglasses I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy. Them. Weren't they cheaper than they were at Harrods too? By like twenty pounds. Yeah, still ridiculous. But still. Okay, we have a Dalmatian thing going on. Yeah, I don't know. Uh. Okay. Uh. Yeah, Louis on the couch with us. He just got back from like. The okay. Kennel thing, and he's but yeah, tired. Basically, they were cheaper at the actual Chanel like custom like super. VIP boutique or whatever. Yeah. And literally it took me five minutes to walk into the store, get them and leave. Ridiculous. And where did we go afterwards with our bottles of water from Chanel? Where did we go? Hermes. Hermes. Oh. (laughs) We went to that Hermes. Oh yeah. So we went to the Hermes where like people are usually sent to pick up Kelly bags um, and, and Birkins, like Birkins and, and all the that exotics. good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so entering this one was a- actually pretty fine and easy. They were very nice about it. Yeah. Um, the problem came in when we actually decided we wanted to try something on and get help. That was impossible. I almost had to fight a bitch. Yeah, we actually had to uh, walk back to the front entrance and try and convince the person to help us. Help us. Uh, try and convince the doorman person to like find somebody that was able to help us. I went back up and like this woman who'd walked past us like eight times, literally just glaring at us, like finally walked by and was just like, mm, what do you want? Yeah. Why I was like, I want to fucking kill you. I'm like, oh, like, oh my God. I totally have shoes. Been, I, we were sitting on a sofa for 20 minutes yeah. just staring at people. Yeah. Trying to get someone's attention. Nobody cared. Um, But, and we were just like, we want to buy these shoes. I tried those shoes on. Yeah. Like with my bare feet. Yeah. Nobody cared. No. Like, ugh. It was ridiculous. Hermes treats, okay, that Hermes I think was worse than most Hermes, but Hermes treats people like trash. Yeah, they do. And it's hysterical because it's like, oh, you're going to treat me like trash? I'm going to treat your store like trash. So we like just put our garbage in our water bottles just on their table and left. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I was like, Ridiculous. Ugh. Infuriating. And then, uh, so... Oh, we actually, in the middle of all this, I forgot about this completely. We got, like, a kid's thing from Burberry. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it actually, it's, it's in our bag upstairs. I still have to hang it up. Yeah. What was that noise? Did you hear that? 
I did hear that. I'm confused. Do the animals look all okay? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. We did animal chaos in the background as usual. Um, but yeah. Okay. So we got the Burberry thing. But the next thing we did was actually went to Balenciaga. Because I was trying to find shoes that would work and just nothing looked good at all. Yeah. And we finally saw like the Balenciaga speeds and we're like, hey, these look pretty cool. So I ended up getting a pair uh, about th- four sizes down for my normal size. Yeah. Because these shoes just fit very loose. And then you actually got a pair too. Yeah, after you bought your pair, I looked at this guy and I was like, do you have any of the Balenciaga Speed Series 2 in a size 46? You grabbed them. And the size 46 were too big. And then the 44 was too big. Or 45 was too big. The 44 was too big. You went down to like 42, I think. 42. Yeah, I, I got 40s, which is hilarious for me. Yeah, and I got a 42, which is hysterical. Yeah, these shoes are weird. They're, yeah. they're, 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 they're the Balenciaga sock shoes. They look really cool. And actually, they're very comfortable. When you're not walking 72 mm. miles around London. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure if we got the right size. I don't know. Because, like, they... Basically, the shoe is tight, but it's, like, too skinny or something. It. I don't know. It's, it's really weird. Um, But basically, it kept fitting loose when we tried it on so we got a f- something that fits snug but is slightly uncomfortable yeah and it works okay for me my feet got used to them your feet were not having a good time at all no my feet really they're slowly starting to break in like when i put them on today they were actually kind of comfy yeah but yeah my my feet were not i was i had to i ruined a pair of nipple pads yeah. because i started wearing them on my feet in like strategic spots yeah but uh Valencia, are we okay with time for the recording thing? Because I know there's a limit on how much it can store. Oh, honey, we're fine. It's got like 120 gigs. Okay, sweet. Uh, yeah, so after Balenciaga, that's a sentence I just said. Yeah. Um, later in the vacation, uh, I think you realized there was a hat from... Ghani. Ghani. Ghani, Ghani. So we went... Um, to Harrods and tracked the hat down. It was actually pretty cheap. It wasn't that bad. It was only like 95 pounds. Yeah. Nothing, grabbed it. crazy. Uh, grabbed that. Then randomly, like very close to the end of vacation, I was in Selfridges <laughs> and I found this bag I really liked. Uh, no, no, no. You don't get to skip over this. What did I skip over? The hat? Finding the Ganny? The hat. Okay, uh, finding the Ganny slash... I skipped over another hat too. Yeah, I know. Finding the Ganny slash Ghani hat at Harrods was a whole trip yeah we went to every floor except strategically the floor that we needed to why it, is some of women's wear in with children's wear i have no idea okay but anyways. but yeah it was in the women's contemporary designer section and it had a huge ganny sign and everything else i felt stupid but yeah, we finally got it i grabbed it i bought it i'm regretting not getting the scarf i don't know why i didn't yeah. and then i was like okay i got a hat you also need a hat. Uh, so, okay. We went to Burberry, like the men's but, section, and we were looking at hats. We didn't like any of them. Yeah. And then so, we ended up in the kids' section. In my Burberry. head is small. Your head fit the Burberry hat. Burberry kids beanie, which was... 150 pounds cheaper than the adult version. Yep. It also fits on my head. 
So that's cool. But um, yeah, I basically this it was the same same salespeople that sold us the onesie. Yeah. I'm so glad they didn't ask any questions about why our kid aged up 14 years. No, I said it was for one of our other kiddos. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got a hat. Yeah. So we we each got a hat. And then. So like close to the end of vacation, we, I think it wasn't our last day. It was our last day. Oh, we went to Selfridges. Yeah. We just walked around and like, I found this Ganny bag I really liked and ended up. Yeah, it. you did end up getting it. It's really cute. It's like a crossbody bag, and it's very you. Yeah, yeah. Ganny for the win. As yeah. it turns out. What else did we get? Uh, we one more. There de- was <laughs> one more designer thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got in Amsterdam. Yes, we Skippel Airport for the win. Uh, so remember how I said everything was cheaper? Everything is cheaper in Europe. It's insane. Uh, so there was a. I think it's like a $280 Balenciaga, either crocodile or faux crocodile. I'm not it's really cro- sure. No, it is crocodile. Okay, a, a Balenciaga crocodile wallet. It's a cr- it's a card holder for all fashion people listening. It's $280 in the uh, U.S. He- here, it was $180 uh, euro. Yeah. So that worked out to about $180. But... Then um, we'd been using Apple Card the whole vacation. Yeah, so we had all this like random cash back. So technically, all we paid for this like two hundred and eighty dollar wallet was a hundred and I think ten dollars. Yeah, or euros, but yeah. So now I have this really amazing card holder. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, but, but yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff. There were like I think there was like a random Zara trip in there. There was a quirky there was H&M. a few random Zara trips in there. Yeah, there was uh, River Island. Yeah. We didn't get anything. There was... New Look is where look. I ended up getting this really awesome pink blue blue clay jacket. Yeah. New Look's actually a really cool spot. I didn't know about them before this. They're UK only, I think. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, we we ate a lot of different food during the vacation. Uh, but one of the things that was, like, really, like, shocking was how cheap uh, food in the supermarket was. Oh, yeah. Like, we literally walked to... Uh, I think it was actually Tesco, right? Tesco Express. No, no. Sainsbury's local. Sainsbury's local. And you could get this like thing of orange juice that was fresh squeezed for like four pounds that cost literally $14 in the U.S. Yeah, we went to we Whole compared. Foods today. We compared. And same amount of um, milliliters and everything. It's uh, It was four pounds at Sainsbury local for fresh squeezed, exact same fresh squeezed orange juice. And it was fourteen ninety nine here. Yeah. Night and day difference. And all the fruit there is really good. It's all packaged well, and it's cheaper, and it's so much better. And there's no chemicals or preservatives or anything. And you know what that reminds me of? Our sponsor, because I love our nutrition. Yeah. But yeah, sponsor, sponsor. Whoop, whoop. You know what I love? What? My nutrition. Me too. You know what I love even more? What? Fight camp. Ooh! Allow me to introduce you to Fight Camp. Fight Camp is interactive at-home boxing. They bring the best workout in the world into your home, and they also make it fun. Explore thousands of workouts led by expert trainers with decades of experience teaching proper boxing form and technique, and that's very important. Mm-hmm. Fight Camp has live punch counting stats that motivate you by counting every punch throughout your workout and pushing you to meet goals each round. As you progress, you'll unlock achievements, and you can even go head-to-head against other members. 
whether they're across the country or across our couch. Want to go head to head with me? I'll kick your butt. Yeah, 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 you will. One of the best things about Fight Camp is that they make boxing accessible to everyone, no matter what level you're at, what age you, what age you are, or what your experience with boxing is. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. And you're going to have a great time. So, join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home. Fight Camp packages start at just $99. They even offer some great financing options, so you can get started for as low as $9 a month. To get everything you need, go to fightcamp.com slash lazy yet successful to learn more. That's fightcamp.com slash lazy yet successful. Okay. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, So nutrition in the U.S. It's garbage. It's absolute garbage, which is why you need to, you need to fight camp your way into better exercise. Yeah. But like, it's really, really, really bad. So like everything in the UK, low sodium, low sugar. Uh, we, oh God, this is giving me flashbacks. We went to the Delta Sky Lounge on our way back and we got. Oh my God. Yeah. The bread tasted like cake. Yeah, it was crazy. No, like I had like pita cracker or pita bread. Way too to salty. dip in hummus. Super salty, but also it was super sweet. Yeah. It was nuts. The hummus was disgustingly sweet. Uh, I made the mistake of trying to get Coke Zero. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It was so sweet. And then like we ended up watering it down. So basically like <laughs> we came back and it's been... Oh, I think I jumped sections, but it's been an absolute struggle to find anything good. Like while we were there, like we removed most of our limits of vegetarianism too. So we ate like what would be comparatively garbage here and we gained muscle. We didn't gain any weight because the food's so much healthier. I lost 16% body fat and you can too with fightcamp.com slash lazy (laughs) and successful. But yeah, I lost 16% body fat and I gained a bunch of muscle Same. and while eating absolutely horrible i literally they gave us a free 12 pack of crispy cream donuts it was cr- if you want context for how bad we were eating yeah and i don't even want to talk about the amount of chicken sandwiches that we ate, fried chicken sandwiches i'm pretty sure we got into oh like some god, kind yes. of jolly bee rewards program oh my god i and i ate okay okay i ate jolly bee spaghetti while i was there yeah you did we were really like cheating on vegetarianism here we were eating absolutely horrible you know what not the point here's the point that spaghetti is designed to be sweet that has banana ketchup in it yes and is like literally just sugar the freaking pasta in the delta lounge when we got back was so much sweeter than that banana ketchup spaghetti ever was yep absolutely crazy it is I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I, I said it. I hate it. I hate yeah, it here. The food here is absolutely horrible. Yeah. Compared to there. Yeah. No difference. Um, Very big difference. I don't know why I said no difference. Uh, the transportation system in London is also freaking incredible. You took public transit. And I enjoyed it. I love the tube. The tube's great. Way easier to get places than both. It's almost like we need to put money into a national rail system in the United States. Or at least some kind of infrastructure. 
Honestly, it made the New York subway look like a joke. It made Chicago's L train system look like a joke. It's perfect. You can get anywhere you want super easily. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Super and easy. And it's clean. It is so clean. Oh, it's very and everyone's clean. so nice. And, like, you, you're you not afraid of getting stabbed on the tube. Yeah. Usually. Well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you go out, like, midnight, it's different. But. And then they also have, like, the National Rail Service, like the Great Western Railway, which is how we got to <laughs> Bristol. Yeah. So we visited Bristol because... Why do we visit Bristol? Oh, we just wanted to check it out. Yeah. Um, but basically, like, we went around there and, yeah, it was a good time. It was nice to see a smaller city there. Yeah, we rode electric scooters. It was really fun. Yeah. We actually really liked it there. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. want to move there. And that's yeah. for later in the podcast. Dun, dun, dun. And everybody in London and everybody in Bristol is so They're so much happy. happier. Like, it's almost like if you remove capitalism and everybody's, eating, okay, there's more, there's capitalism there. But if and you remove, politics. like, all the weird nonsense in the U.S., yeah, it's, it's so much better it's there. so much but better. We, we did literally walk through a protest uh, yeah, of the I Tories d- where somebody was playing rock. There was live music. I don't know what was I happening. I don't know what was happening. I was just rolling with it. Yeah. Uh, that was all accidental, obviously. Oh, yeah. That was on the way to um, that secret thing that I surprised you with. Oh, yeah, we went on the London Eye. Yeah. I I forgot about a lot of things in writing this up. We did a lot there, so. Well, yeah, we were there for, like, weeks. Yeah. Some things might, we'll probably remember some stuff and talk about in a different podcast, but. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, went on the London Eye. That was fun. My favorite thing that I figured out about London is that people love cold chocolate. Not hot chocolate. Cold chocolate. It's so much better. It's, it's just iced chocolate milk. Yo. No, it's better. It is because so it's good. It is so good. But yeah, and that you just get it at Pret-a-Manger. And we, we loved Pret. Oh, yeah. We went there like Pret's every day. Pret's incredible. The apple juice in London is so much better, too. And I, I pissed myself off because like I compared calories when we were in London to like calories here. So like fresh squeeze. All apple juice there is just like apples. There's no apple juice concentrate, nonsense, sugary, whatever. <laughs> yep. Like It's just apples. And like it was like. 10 ounces of apple juice. And it was like, okay, 60 calories. Like, you can literally get apple juice here that is fresh squeezed from, the, from like, apples here. Yeah. And it'll be 120 calories. Yeah, it'll be, like, twice Same as ingredients. Bad. Yep. It's crazy. What? Oh. Gotta be careful not to hit the microphone. Yeah, that sounded creepy. Uh, Yeah, but Pret-a-Manger is... Uh, yeah. It's my Pret-a-Manger favorite. Pret-a-Manger is great. I'm sad that it's not here. If it was here, the food would be horrible. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Also, we didn't really drink coffee on vacation, and we're dropping coffee entirely. Uh-huh. Also, yeah, we spent a lot of time walking around Hyde Park, because it's kind of close to our hotel. Got to hit up uh, Kensington, Kensington Palace, Palace um, and the cafe there, which is really nice. We brought a wooden spoon back. 10 out of 10. Yeah. We'll do it again. Yeah. Let's good see. times. Which brings us to... Uh, so, uh, we're moving to the UK. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, so, one, like, we went there. We liked it. That was a good reason. I've always uh, been in love with the UK, just so everyone's yeah. aware. I fell in love with it when we went there. Uh, we kind of decide we don't want to raise our kid in the U.S. There's reasons for that that are political there's reasons for that that are education there's reasons for that that are food based it's and just there's a lot all around outside environment yeah uh food quality there's way better to the point where it's incredibly frustrating here like it's i you know what it 
if you want to eat well here, you have to work really hard in the U.S. to find good food. And there it's just easy. And I, I know it's a really small, trivial thing, but it's absolutely infuriating. Oh, yeah. That, like, literally over there you can eat whatever you want, and here it has to be super limited. Oh, because, yeah. like, it's just not healthy. And then I also have, like, a bunch of, like, a lot of my science labs yeah. and stuff are over there. So I have a yeah. lot of work stuff that's over there anyways. Yeah, work-wise, it just kind of works out. You're kind of just split between the U.K. and the U.S. right yeah, now and, even. Yeah, and, like, but... your work has an office over there. Yeah. So you and, just like, need to get transferred over there. We also, we've both wanted to leave Wisconsin for a while, honestly. Yeah. And, like... We just couldn't, like, figure out quite how to, like, make things work, but things started coincidentally. Falling into place. Yeah. So, I actually have a way of getting out of here, which is kind of nice. Yeah, uh, it's going to be an insane amount of planning. and It's pr- it's n- not immediate in the slightest, it's you guys. N- so, like, it's literally, not anywhere in the next two years. No, we're literally moving probably in the next, like, five years. Uh, it's like a literal five-year plan. Yeah. Also... To be clear, we're still going through the adoption system here, and, like, we have to stay for that. Yeah, it's a, whole, it's a whole thing. And we have to stay for all that. And, like, maybe, like, something will end up changing, we'll end up staying here, but what? right now, I don't think so. Hell no. I think no. it's pretty likely we'll end up moving. Yeah. Uh, So that brings us to Baby on Board. Baby on Board. Baby uh, on Board. I can never remember what our song is for that. Baby on board. board. No, see it or not. Mm. Uh, we've been trying to figure out UK schooling and how that's going to work. It's confusing. I School there is very different, too. So there's, like, all I these complexities it. where, like, okay, fortunately, the school we want to – we've kind of settled on a school for here, and the school we want to send our kid to is kind of an okay match with the UK education system. So, like, it's an easier bridge. Yeah. Like, so we can actually have a kid here and move over there and it'll be fine. And there's all these weird considerations with, like, childcare and stuff like that that we've been looking into. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's it's complicated. Uh, but for actually getting the baby, uh, we're still finishing up our adoption profile and photos, which is a little unfortunate because I thought we would have been farther along by now. But, like, nope. it's just... Nope. It's no, just no. how it is. And there's... Adoption's complicated. We have to make a brochure slash have a brochure made for us. We've talked that about that process this is complicated. That requires a lot of photos, so on, so on, so on. Yeah. And that but brings us to Person of the Week. Who is the nice woman in the KLM lounge who rebooked our flights. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. And basically saved the day. Yeah. I don't know her name. She was just a very nice Dutch woman and I and I she oh she was so she was she really was nice. just the gorgeous redhead like she literally threw on her glasses when it came time to figure out like oh yeah what we were doing with like this and like she just like went on keyboard and just like Neh. yeah she's so excited and then like she yeah you could tell that she was genuinely excited to help us yeah she's having a good time yeah which was actually really nice and uh yeah that brings us to the end this was way longer than usual you're welcome, guys. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm trying to think of how we usually end these. It's been a while since we did our last one. Uh, go to lazyyetsuccessful.com. That is our website with diary, ent- diary entries. Diary entries. <laughs> we have a YouTube channel. We actually put up a new video fairly recently there. 
Yep. Uh, so check that out. YouTube.com um, slash lazy at successful. We have in, our individual Instagrams, and we also have lazy at successful Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Twitch doesn't exist right now. And remember. Okay. Bye. Bye.